Welcome to the globaltqm.com podcast, where we teach e-commerce business owners how to source the best products from China, negotiate with Chinese manufacturers, navigate Chinese business culture, and grow your business to seven figures and beyond. David Hoffman is the founder and CEO of globaltqm.com, your team on the ground in China. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's podcast of Global TQM, <coughs> where you get to meet your team, your office on the ground in China. So it's been a while since I've done one of these for you, but this one is a really interesting one. So I couldn't wait to get it out there. And um, I've prepared some slides. So if you're watching this, you can follow along. If you're listening to this, um, just hear what I've got to say. So as most of you will know, um, I've been in China and doing business in China for a very long time. I deal with very many factories. And you would think that I've got it down pat, but it turns out I simply don't. And what I mean by that is anything can go wrong. And this is really an important lesson because it doesn't matter how much experience you have or how many things you do right, things can go wrong. So let me tell you the story of my rings. Now, there's a few things you should know firstly about the story. The key thing is this. The first few, let me start again. There are some things you should know about this factory I was dealing with. Firstly, I knew he was a middleman. I 100% knew he was a middleman, and I made the choice and decision that that was absolutely fine. I had no problem with it. Why? Because I had visited the factory in person, I met the factory staff, and most importantly, I'd actually done business with this guy before. So I kind of felt with all those things, why change a winning formula? We had been okay in the past. Everything's fairly transparent. I'm at the factory. I can see what they can do. So I didn't really have any alarm bells to or cause to worry. And there was a track record. And of course, don't forget, I've got a full team of staff in China. So I felt if things go wrong, it's pretty easy to deal with. So having said all of that, what could go wrong? So let me tell you what actually happened. So firstly, I got a new order. I very excitedly rushed and placed the order to this guy. I won't mention his name or the product. It's really irrelevant to this um, story. But I placed this new order. It was a really rushed order. And he said he could get production completed in 10 days, which I was super excited about. And I went and placed the order and 100% he had the production done in 10 days. He sent us pictures from the factory and I was super happy and super excited. And really the last step was to do the actual printing on this product, which is a separate process after it's finished being produced. And then that's when things started getting weird. He said it would take one day to produce and finish the printing. And after one day, I'm messaging him. Now, I use WeChat for all my communications. And the tip is I love to chat to my manufacturers directly on WeChat and try to get an update, get photos on the fly, make decisions immediately as we go. I find it's a lot quicker and faster sometimes for me than actually going through my team at the office because they get the message, they ask me, then I reply. So I'm very engaged and I highly recommend you all get very engaged with your manufacturers and build that direct relationship through WeChat. It's very easy now with video, with messaging. Um, you can mark things up. So anyway, I had this tag, I had this messaging going up and down. I actually had Jenny from my office as a group member on this chat so she can always be abreast of what's happening and help me if there's something difficult to do. 
and it's actually quite easy now even if they type in Chinese you just click translate and it translates in line you can write in English they can translate in line um, and so communications just become super easy anyway one day becomes two days becomes three days and of course every time I'm asking can you send me pictures how's the printing going I'd like to see how it is can you send some of the samples to Jenny at the office to check for us um, excuse after excuse started coming day after day after day and they you know they felt like reasonable excuses um, the factory didn't have time um, they've got to clean the products first um, the machine broke down there was a problem with the printing film they're remaking it it's going to cost take me an extra day and I'm sure you can understand how quickly this goes one day became two days became three days became four days became five days and now I'm starting to get really really frustrated because I I need these orders I've got customers backing up waiting for this product so what did I do I just kept on going at WeChat saying what's happening I need the rings I need the printing what's going on and that's when it started getting very weird. I started getting these strange comments and promises that, no, I've had to find another printing factory to do it for you. So I've moved the rings to another factory and they're going to do it because the old factory, the boss wouldn't do it anymore. And I mean, just all kinds of excuses I didn't want to get into. And I kind of, because of our previous working relationship, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I thought, okay, look, he's always done good by me. Let's just play this through, go to the other factories, it takes time. And as you can imagine, that became another five days and just endless up and down. Then eventually I started saying, look, I, I can't communicate with this guy anymore. He's just driving me mad. And I started getting my office, Jenny specifically, to start talking to him and communicating with him daily by phone and the same promises, the same things by phone. But she started noticing something was really, really weird about what was going on so after a few more promises he said no don't worry I'm going to be sending you the pictures in two days time I'm personally going to the factory and I'll be supervising the printing of course now we've believed him again and again so eventually I think we were probably just nearly three weeks into this up and down with messing around wasting time which really is a lot on me because I just felt each time the excuses seemed reasonable, the change of factory can happen. And there was a track record, right? Remember, there's a track record. There isn't a new supplier. So I just went <coughs> with the flow. And then eventually um, something weird started happening. He stopped replying to our messages. And I would send a message. He wouldn't reply. I'd send a message. He wouldn't reply. Jenny would send him messages. He wouldn't reply. She would call him, he wouldn't answer the phone. And we started getting really, really nervous because we couldn't contact him at all. So we're starting to panic. So after sending, I mean, I wish I could show you some of the desperate messages I sent to him. It was like, hey, um, just let me know if I'm getting my rings or not. If I'm not, it got to a point where I said, if I'm not getting my rings, I don't care anymore. I just want to know I'm not getting them because then at least I know what to do. That's how desperate they started getting and still no replies. So eventually, um, Jenny did a bit of research and background checking on him because we know who he is and we traced his um, personal details and residence and we actually very sneakily sent a message to his wife because Jenny said, you know, often in Chinese culture, 
the wife doesn't want to lose face. So she messaged him and said, actually, out of concern, we're really worried about this guy. He's not responding to us. And we hope he's okay. You know, just let us know he's okay. And within five minutes, she got her first reply after days of no reply from him saying, I'm okay. Everything's fine. Um, I will get you all your money back. And she goes, what do you mean you get your money back? Saying, I, I can't do this anymore. I'll get your money back. So I thought that was pretty weird. I said, so I said to Jenny, well, tell him to please reply to me. She replied to me, I'll get you your money back. I said, what does that mean? You can't deliver the goods. Is a problem. And he just kept replying, I'll get your money back. It'll take me a month, but I'll get you all your money back, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So now I thought, wow, this is just too much. You know, he's not even, he's not even giving me a re Oh, I apologize. What he actually said was there's an environmental problem at the factory. I apologize, I forgot this part. He said there's an environmental problem at the factory and the factory's been shut down by the China government for environmental investigation and that's why they can't print these products for me. And he then said that he'll get the money back but they can't release the goods and they can't get access to the factory. So I then went to our local lawyer in China and got some advice about this and he said no, he said, definitely not likely that that's happened. And before we take any action, what I want to know if he could take action to get the goods released. So, um, so Jenny, so he suggested that we maybe just take a, a trip to the factory first and and visit them. And that's when I realized how how crazy I am that I've got. 50 plus staff on the ground in China and I never sent someone to the factory. And that's like a perfect example of sometimes you forget the basic simple steps is all it takes to resolve a problem. Anyway, I said, Jenny, please get out there to the factory tomorrow. Take Sam, our QC manager, and let's see what's going on. Jenny calls me the next afternoon, very happy and chirpy saying, David, I'm at the factory. It's open. It's operational. And by the way, your rings are here. I'm like, what are you talking about, Jenny? So what happened? When she got to the factory, she met some colleagues. They said, oh, we'll find our boss for you. The boss came out and met her and they had a whole conversation. And it turns out that this guy owed the factory money and had actually, the boss had introduced this middleman that I was dealing with to a couple of his friends who are also manufacturers. And he owed them money and let them down. And he had just dug this deep hole for himself. However, he had been paid the money I paid for my products and he did have the stock there. So after Jenny spoke to him, he said he's absolutely more than happy to print them and release them as long as he knows that we're going to be the ones paying the balance directly to him, which of course we simply did. And the whole problem was solved within one day after three weeks of being messed around. Now, had I sent him there, her there earlier, you probably could have short-circuited this whole thing. And it just amazes me that even I got to that point where I smelt something was off, but I still trusted and waited and hung on. And that can happen to anybody. But I did learn a lot through that, right? I've actually skipped a slide here, guys. I'm talking about how I finally solved it. Um, I'll just run through these points for you because I think you've heard it. We visited the factory. We learned the truth. We solved the problem in two days. But most importantly, and I really want to cover this here, is we gave great, great customer service. 
throughout this whole process, when I realized this was not going to be happening, I emailed my hundreds of customers and I turned the whole thing around by saying to them, look, we're really sorry. We were 100% we honest. We explained the problems of production. We explained how a manufacturer let us down and we explained what we're doing to correct it and solve it. And we asked if they would mind waiting for up to six to eight weeks for delivery. And what we will do, we'll do a two for one deal for them. So they purchased one, we're gonna give them two as a thank you, as long as they can wait and support us. And we were just blown away and amazed at um, how responsive and supportive, I would say 95% of our customers were. And we got all kinds of emails back from them saying, um, we understand these things happen, don't be stressed about it. Um, thank you for being so honest and straight up and with it, et cetera, et cetera. And it was just really humbling to feel and see like, when you're honest and authentic and true about what's happening, you know, you can get the support of your customers and you can get through these roadblocks and these obstacles. And when I look back at it, I mean, it really cost me eight weeks, unhappy customers and just so much doubt and stress and that all could have been avoided. So really, how I would summarize what my takeaways are on this, and I want to share this with you, is if I had just spent the four or $500 on a factory visit, that would have been the quickest, easiest solution in a couple of days. The other thing I learned is the past doesn't guarantee the future. We can't assume just because we've had a good experience with the factory that everything in the future is going to go right and that we should give too much latitude, right? If something smells off, or feels off, we need to really get hyperactive and hyper proactive and engaged. That's what we have to do to solve these problems. And we need to really go where the action is. I just can't emphasize that enough. You have to be where the action is and have people on the ground there dealing with that. And if you can't go, yes, get somebody like us to go for you. You know, of course, it didn't cost me four to five hundred dollars for a factory visit, but it did cost me the time of my staff, my people, the travel, etc. And when I look at all of that, I go, four to $500 would have been a drop in the ocean for me to solve that problem three weeks earlier. And looking back in hindsight, you know, I've kind of said to myself, if this happens again, and I've got odd delays for more than a couple of days, and I don't feel comfortable with it, I'm just going to automatically say, right, we do a factory visit, we check what's happening on the ground, we make sure the right people are involved, and everything's happening. And that's just going to become our protocol now. Um, so I hope this is helpful. And I think the key thing I want you guys to know is things happen. Sourcing from China is a journey. It's a process. There's no miracle formula out there. And I think it's just like anything you do in business that you have to work patiently and slowly with people. You've got to build relationships and you've got to overcome problems. There's no miracle formula. It's about taking your time and doing things right. Hope you found that useful, guys. If you need us, feel free to get to globaltqm.com and just there's a button there to schedule a call. We're happy to help you and talk to you about your ideas, problems, come up with solutions. Um, those calls are completely free. We give great advice over them. The advice is 100% free. We love to meet clients, customers, and help them you know, make their their dreams a reality or bring their products to life and 
we only charge you if you want to use our services, if you need our help on the ground in China, and if you don't, the advice is 100% free. And I can tell you firsthand, I take a lot of those calls, Joyce takes a lot of those calls, and usually if we can solve the problem with just advice, we always recommend you do that first, and then come to us if you need further help. Anyway, take care, and I'm gonna try to get one of these podcasts out at least once a week or once every two weeks with updated stories, updated advice, you know, to keep you guys fresh and learning. If you've got any ideas or suggestions, feel free to leave us comments, leave, leave messages, email us at support at globaltkm.com and just say, hey, great idea for a podcast. Here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to learn. And I'm sure we can get that covered for you. Meanwhile, take care and see you soon. Thank you for listening to the globaltqm.com podcast. So you don't miss a single episode, remember to subscribe to our show on iTunes. We'd also be very grateful if you'd leave us an honest rating and review. And don't forget to download your free gift, our ebook on China sourcing for startups at globaltqm.com slash gift. Thank you.